I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to the White Witch Podcast with me, Carly. Hope you are all well, witches. Today's episode is all about love. I'm afraid I don't have a book review today to kick off our episode as I haven't been able to successfully finish off a book in time for today, but bear with me for our next episode. So, I thought, well, it's time for us in the Northern Hemisphere to start to come out of hibernation. And if you are anything like me, I start feeling a lot more alive within myself, within my body. Beltane is not too far away. And of course, in times of old, sex and romance was very much the theme for this Sabbath. This episode also coincides with conversations me and the White Witch Coven have been having over on Discord. This is part of my Patreon. And the conversations have been around relationships and dating or not dating and opting to be a solitary witch. It's been fascinating as we are all in different setups. Add this to the fact that I have started to date again and find the process fun but terrifying in equal measure. I'm not sure if I have many talking stages left in me, to be honest, and I've promised myself that if I don't get very far, I'm ditching it completely and opting for the solitary witch life, and I won't have any regrets. I play, but it is very, very tempting. So I thought that this episode could focus on some real in-depth sacred self-love around self-worth and love and also touch on love in its romantic forms whether you are single or already in a relationship. If you find yourself single currently you might want to look at releasing some energy and getting yourself perhaps open to the possibility of meeting someone. So a caveat, I cannot say I can give you some huge success story in relation to my dating situation or experience currently or in the past, other than I've upped my game when it comes to potential love interests, perhaps punching above my weight, but he who dares wins and all that. So for today's episode, I've broken it down into three stages. So we have single witch, witch dating and witch committing. Here are some things I had to contemplate before I came back to dating. And again, you know, they might be things that you are also looking at if you are in the same situation. So the first thing I had to look at was letting go of old attachments 
and demonstrating to spirit or the universe that I was open to new potential love interests. So this I did by shutting down and even blocking contacts I had that were clearly not right for me or who just kept popping up within my life. I felt like this was really important and it just kind of set the tone with a few people. I've got a friend who always like leaves the door open with potential interests. However, she knows that she's never going to move forward with them. So I felt like this was quite important and, you know, it kind of cleared the space as well. I'm not going to lie, there weren't like loads or anything, but, you know, there was like the odd person that popped up every now and again. Also, I considered patterns that I have in regards to being attracted to the same types of people I've always gone for and finally acknowledging that this has never, ever worked out for me. I took the time to write a list on exactly what I'm looking for in someone and how I will feel when I'm with this person. We will delve into this in more detail on this episode, but I also had to, in a sense, grieve that old kind of desire because I genuinely believe right now the old adage of if you keep doing what you've always done, you will always get the same as what you have had. And I just don't feel that I've got the time for that anymore or the inclination. I also was very fortunate to have the opportunity to finally let go of an old love. So I don't know if you've ever heard the soul loss, soul theft episode of the podcast that I did. On this episode, I talked about my former love of my life, the one I share a tattoo with, and how he and I went separate ways. But I felt like I was a bit cursed with that situation, and I did struggle to get over it. Well, in a strange turn of events, and I will spill some tea here, he got in contact with me not too long ago, and I kind of told him where to go, and it was so fucking liberating. There is no malice with us, and you know, he was one of the best things that happened to me, but he's also not mugging me off either, and I'm just not the same person anymore that I was when I was with him, or I've completely changed since our relationship. You will probably also remember, spilling some more tea, that I did date someone last year. He was absolutely amazing. But again, I found myself dating an addict and I had to go back to shadow work to see why I just kept repeating the same patterns. (sighs) You might want to try this spell to end unwanted romantic feelings if you recognize that there are still some emotions that you are harboring towards somebody. This is one of the spells that I did when I kind of felt I was ready to clear the slate and be ready to start afresh. So for this spell, you will want to focus your thoughts on the person you want to no longer have feelings for. Think of all the reasons that you can to back up your decision. You'll want to write this person's name on a small slip of paper. Cross out the name with deliberation and speak the following words or create your own of a similar nature. You no longer hold a special place in my heart. You are not the right person for me. I will bury my feelings for you here. Make a fresh start. 
So bury this piece of paper and all your feelings is incredibly symbolic for this person. You might want to do this outside under a waning moon. That's a particularly good moon phase to work with. You might find again that this clears the slate for you and allows you to process any last thoughts or emotions you might have in regards to anyone romantically that you've dealt with. So one of the best things that I recently read in regards to love is the following that might reassure you if you find yourself single as it did for me. The capacity to be alone is the capacity to love. It may look paradoxical to you, but it is not. It is an existential truth. Only those people who are capable of being alone are capable of love, of sharing, of going into the deepest core of the other person without possessing the other, without becoming dependent on the other, without reducing the other to a thing and without becoming addicted to the other. They allow the other absolute freedom because they know that if the other leaves, they will be as happy as they are now. Their happiness cannot be taken by the other because it is not given by the other. And that's a quote by Osho, being in love. Another quote I read that resounded with how I feel about the relationship aspect in both love and friendship is the following. I no longer need hardcore proof to validate what my intuition tells me. If something feels off about a person, place or thing, it's because something is off. I'm not sticking around to discover what it is. My time and my energy are way too valuable. Again, that was something else I had to remind myself. Trust my intuition on these people as they come up. And also... Choose people who choose you. A goddess doesn't settle for half lovers or half friends. She knows her worth and she is gladly willing to let go of anyone who isn't seeing it. She knows that relationships require effort and she wisely invests her energy where she will get the highest form of return on investment. And lastly, spiritual women attract two types of men. The ones who crave healing and only take her healing energy without returning it. All the ones who are grounded and open and hold space for her to be the highest form of her magic. Goddesses, it's up to you to discern which one he is. I love that. I believe this can be applicable to spiritual people across the board, regardless of your sexuality or your preference. So when it comes to dating, one of the aspects that I have to be aware of are red flags and acknowledging them, not trying to sugarcoat them or ignore them at all. So I have made myself aware of green flags. I consider myself someone who is catnip to narcissists. In the past, I have been really attracted to them and vice versa. So if this is something you experience, you may find the following helpful. Green relationship flags. Number one, the other person is delighted to be with you and the people you care about. Number two, they feel safe to be around. They speak respectfully to and about everyone. They are socially graceful and don't need to be the centre of attention. They are honest, trustworthy, sweet-natured and consistent. 
Even the most ordinary experiences feel special with them. You enjoy being together. You know that they see the best in you. They are your partner, your lover, your friend and a safe refuge. You know that they would sooner hurt themselves than hurt you. And I know some of this sounds really basic, but if you haven't experienced that regularly, consistently, at times you have to remind yourself. It's also considering the following as well in regards to potential dates that I come across. So toxic people look for people who have little to no boundaries, people they can persuade or take advantage of. They are also known to test a person's boundaries and see what they can get away with. And to be honest, I will admit I recognize sometimes I am definitely the toxic one too. I know that I do push boundaries and I'm working on that. And at times it is acknowledging that we can be toxic as F2. So people that tend to look for ride or die individuals, people who are loyal no matter what, because it means they can get away with no matter what. Number three, they look for good people they can take advantage of or manipulate. They use guilt or other maneuvers to control them. They also look for people who are great, but don't know how fabulous they are. They want to be involved with great people, but because of their jealous tendencies, they also want to destroy them. And thinking about it, it is actually worth sometimes looking at relationships that you have, like from an audit perspective, because people don't get into relationships and these things happen from the off. It is a gradual process. And before you know it, it can turn into some kind of hell. So that list might be worth considering and reflecting on a relationship that you have to see if that has crept in. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. So let's talk all about the single witch. So if you are looking for love, and it doesn't mean to say that because you're single, you are. There's been plenty of times that I've been single and it has been far from my mind. But love spells can be tricky because when love is in your life, you often feel feelings in your heart of joy and abundance. And that's a really powerful energy. When you work a love spell coming from that place energetically, you can really see a spike in your magic. However, realistically, when we are putting out a love spell 
it's often when we might not have love romantically in our life and we can sometimes feel the lack of love in that sense, perhaps along with feelings of sadness, rejection, loneliness and separation. If you work love magic from that energetic space, it can make it harder, slower for results or perhaps they won't even come at all. We will often work our love spells when we don't feel romantically loved, which is fine. But let's look at some effective ways that you can work love magic if you are perhaps feeling less than aligned with love and passion at this time. So you might want to start with a self-love spell. As I know, you probably want to punch me in the face for saying it, as I always do when I hear this, but it all starts with loving ourselves, which is by no means easy, actually one of the hardest things. However, we can use that power to fill up our cup with love first. This can prep your energy for romantic love spells. So this section here, most of this comes from the amazing website, The Traveling Witch. And the first area that she looks at is a self-love tarot ritual. So for this, arrange the cards of your tarot or oracle deck face up in a circle on the floor. You might want to place five flower blooms or rose quartz crystals evenly around the outside of the circle. Stand in the middle of the circle and close your eyes Breathe in the loving energy you've created inside your circle. When you're ready, open your eyes and select one of your cards. Don't think too much about it. Just gaze briefly at the cards and the images. When you feel your intuition nudge you, pick up that card. Sit in the circle and study the image on the card. Think about your connection to the card. What can this card teach you about loving yourself today? What personal quality does this card reflect back to you? The only guideline here is to be loving to yourself. If any non-loving thoughts come up, gently bring your mind back to the card and what you like about it. When you feel complete, thank yourself for taking that time to love yourself. And again, you may want to add some of your findings to your book of shadows or your journal. Secondly, this is aligning with the belief that love is possible. There is no reason to perform any spells or rituals or attempt manifesting love if deep down we feel it might not work as it's going to block the love that is for you. When it comes to this, you might want to have a go at perhaps some scripting. So writing in the present tense on a situation that you can see with a potential partner. So perhaps writing on seeing yourself going for dinner together, waking up together, going on a date of your choice, whatever the scenario you choose. Pay attention to any feelings that come up that feel good. You can visualize this scenario again whenever you want to align with that energy and then pour that energy into love spells that you perform. And I love doing this. I really got into the zone of how I saw that potential partner being. And the more I wrote on it, 
I would actually feel that excitement and that kind of passionate feeling like overflowing and it really worked. So I definitely recommend having a go at that. And then once you started scripting on it, you can return to that visual whenever you want to, you know, build on the picture, increase the image. You can keep coming back to it and making it feel more and more real. Aligning with the right energy going forward for love, it can be quite tricky to navigate. That's because we are using a pulling energy, which doesn't work very well on people. If you pull the person you love, they'll pull away. Then you'll pull harder and it can become a vicious cycle. So a more effective way is to use an attracting energy. If you attract your person, they'll choose to move towards you. And it's a much more enjoyable experience for both people in the relationship. It can be tough to shed that needy pulling energy when you're keen to bring love into your life. So for me, I think I had to do a lot of work on grounding alongside visualizing and scripting. So I don't feel too impatient for the reality to come through. Also using affirmations and reminding myself that what is meant for me will not pass me. Let's normalize people finding love in their 70s, their 80s. Like it hasn't got to come at a certain time. And for me personally, I'd rather wait and have the real deal than sacrifice my freedom to be with somebody that just simply isn't right. Anyway, you might want to create an affirmation that future you would say once you've attracted the love you want. You'll have no reason to pull if you believe your desire is a done deal. When you perform your love spells, you might want to say an affirmation, something like, the person I love has found me. So you might want to look at reacquainting with the feelings of love. This helps to remind you of those feelings, especially if it's been a while. So you might want to work on this before you commit to any love spells, perhaps through watching a romantic film or reading a book that's romance-based. The book I just reviewed, Kingdom of the Wicked, has some good feels for this. Sure, these are fictional characters, but when you're immersed in their world, you end up going along on their journey. The stories will bring up emotions in you that you might otherwise have trouble tapping into. Though the characters aren't real, your emotions are, and that's exactly what you'll need for your love spell. Tip number five, surround yourself with love. When you're feeling unloved, it's healing to expose yourself to the loving relationships you already have in your life. Everyone has someone or something who cares for them. It could be a friend or family member, a pet, your deities, a loved one who has passed away, or even a place outside where you can feel nature's unconditional love. And yes, I get it. This is not the same as a romantic partner. Cooking dinner with your mum when you wish you were out on a date with someone might feel counterproductive, but love is love. And if you celebrate the love you have, more will come. Tip number six, let go of any love blocks. Many times the emotions that are blocking your love spells are connected to a person. 
Perhaps it's the person who broke your heart, or maybe it was the moment your significant other said something hurtful to you that you can't get out of your head. If there's someone or something you need to let go of, take care of that first before you work your love spell. You need to create room inside of your heart to allow you loving. And of course, we had the spell at the beginning of the episode that you might want to try for this. Tip number seven, attract the right person. If it feels right, get specific on the details of the person you want to attract. Journal about anything that comes to mind. You can include what the person will look like and the personal qualities he or she will have. You might want to go further thinking about maybe holidays you'll take or shows that you'll binge watch together. For more ideas on who to attract, you might want to check out social media. This has come from the Travelling Witch website. Again, see how you feel on this. This might feel, I don't know, like counterintuitive, but you might want to check out social media. If you find yourself feeling envious, perhaps while looking at like a friend's honeymoon photos, dig into those feelings. What part of their experience would you like to bring into your life? Do you want someone who loves traveling, someone who will go horse riding with you or whatever it is? Include all of that because envy is a shortcut to discovering what you really want. When you're done writing, you might want to use a bit of magic on the pages. You might decide to burn the pages and obviously make sure that you're careful firewise. Another way is to lay the pages out under the full moon for extra manifesting power. A third way is to fold them underneath a carnelian crystal, a gemstone associated with true love. Tip number eight, become empowered. If you're feeling like the one you love will never love you back, look within. If you worked on the journaling step that I just mentioned, you might want to take that list and start becoming the person you described. Because if you want someone who maybe goes horse riding with you, maybe sign up for a horse riding lesson. Do you want someone fit? Then get yourself to the gym. Like when you're actively aligning yourself to the one you desire, you'll shift from a feeling of helplessness to a sense of empowerment. And who knows, you might meet them there. Whatever happens, don't forget you have the power. No matter how unloved you feel, you still have the power to perform a potent love spell. All it takes to supercharge your love spell is the right emotional prep work, a little creativity and a way to tap into the power already inside of you. So that information came from the Travelling Witch website and I will link that in the show notes. I thought I would go through some spells you might want to try in regards to finding love. I never set an intention personally on a specific person when it comes to love spells, as I believe that goes against the other person's free will. It would always have me questioning if they are with me for the right reasons, but it's up to you. You might want to carry these out just with the best possible outcome for you. After all, the universe knows what's best for you, and sometimes the person we want the most isn't. So this is a love and lust bath ritual from Stormy's Spellbook Online. 
The ingredients for this are, and you can have the measures as much as you want. There might be certain ones that you want to add more of to reflect what they symbolize. So rose petals for sensuality, lavender for love, vanilla extract for sexuality, oat milk for attraction, and some red candles for passion that you can add around your bath and maybe some corresponding crystals relating to attraction and love. And for me, the best one would have to be basic rose quartz. So I have a love spell jar you might wish to make up that I found on Pinterest, which came from witchy tips on Instagram. So for your jar, you will need rose quartz crystal to represent universal love and compassion. So take some paper, write on the paper some words that align with the love you want and how you want to feel. This gives written intent for your spell and add this to your jar. You can use the list and the details that you journaled about from our earlier part of the podcast. So you could add cinnamon. This draws love and happiness. Rosemary for love and lust. Nutmeg, which brings luck into love. Rose, which is perfect for all types of love spells. Sugar, this sweetens love spells. And some pink salt for self-love. Once you have put all the pieces of your love spell together, Add them to your jar. You might want to burn incense in order to send intent up to the universe, maybe a red candle. And I have a love spell that you could try or you might want to create some similar words that you use instead. This is just a simple, basic love spell that I found online. I cast this circle round about. So love, I will never do without. I ask for this aloud and bold, for loving words, love will hold. I cast this circle once again, to find new love, let it come in. Myself it is that I must move, my words and deeds I will improve. I cast this circle three times three, myself forever changed to be. Words and acts, both good and kind, Forever will my true love bind. Give me the love that love will bring. Goddess, change me, do this thing. So a quote that I read that I felt was worth mentioning on the show is, a soul deep relationship is one of life's most beautiful experiences. But apart from lighting the fires of passion, an intimate relationship is also an opportunity for both to heal the wounds of the past and grow stronger. Everyone enters a relationship with some form of emotional baggage. Even those who have done the soul work independently and have attracted a relationship-ready partner into their life. That's because the deepest work is done in a partnership with two heart-connected individuals seeing the issues that trigger each other as a gift or a clue to their healing rather than an obstacle. And two people who can help each other to heal can also help each other to love more. And I really love that because it just demonstrates that you haven't got to be perfect, you haven't got to 
you know, have lost and let go of everything that was troubling you, some parts of the process of healing, they have to be done in a relationship because it is about relationships. So again, you know, it's like a bit of a paradox, but it makes sense. So I thought that we could have a look at some spell work that you might want to do if you have found that special someone. And this is a sensual seduction that makes you think of the Snoop Dogg song, sensual seduction, sex magic spell from magicalspot.com. And for this, you will need colored paper, a pen, a red candle, two drops extra virgin olive oil, one pinch of cinnamon and two basil leaves. So take a sheet of colored paper, the size that you want, write your name in full, below your name, write the name of your loved one who you are going to be making the sexy times with, write your, write the date of birth of your loved one, followed by yours below your names. Around everything you've written down, draw a heart. Then rewrite everything three times on the same lines. Put a drop of your extra virgin olive oil, a pinch of cinnamon on the paper and add some of the basil leaves as well. Massage the herbs and the oil on the paper. When finished, fold the paper as many times as possible and burn it with your red or red orange candle flame, reducing it to ash. While the candle burns, recite the following spell three times. Long love is the burning flame and red fire is the color of desire. Repeat the whole process for nine days in a row at the same time each day. Each time is considered a single spell and afterwards you can repeat it to rekindle the passion whenever you need to get some sensual seduction. So from the same website, I have a sex magic spell to boost your desire. So apparently this ritual should be performed three days after the full moon and in the evening near midnight. Midnight has a strong esoteric value and it is the opposite of the self, but in reality, it is the seed from which the day will originate and the dark from which light is born. So it goes on to say you can't disrespect the lunar phase for this ritual and that it is important that it is carried out with the energy and tranquility that only the night can give. For this, you will need a photo of your loved one that you wish to make the sexy time with, your photo, a red ribbon, two small red candles, four drops of patchouli oil, three drops of sandalwood oil, and some rosemary incense. Take at least an hour in which you should not be disturbed or distracted by anyone. Start by meditating and think intensely about making love with the person that you want. Mix your oils in a bowl and light your incense. Anoint the candles with the freshly mixed oils and speak the following spell. Eros, God of passion, love and lust, I ask you to listen to my request to have. Speak the name of your loved one. By my side, speak your name. 
Eros, I ask you to be with my beloved and to light a fire between us. Ignite the spark. Let lust and passion drive our story and our relationship. Then take the ribbon and join the candles together with your photos. By candlelight, repeat the magic spell again. At the end of the spell, let the candles burn out completely. Then call your partner and let the magic begin. Some good herbs you might wish to use in sex magic or love spells include violet, which with a soft perfume is considered one of the most effective aphrodisiacs in the world. There is a belief that if you pluck the first violet flower once it blooms, you will be lucky in love throughout your life. It's amazing to use in preparing bath spells for love or as a great addition to love potions. Lavender. So if you are dealing with some inner struggles and you think you might be the reason why as a couple you've lost its spark, lavender is a wonderful ingredient for love spells, but also for magical body lotions and oils to boost your confidence and your sex drive. Rosemary. So it is widely used for love. Its consumption is said to enhance confidence, faith and determination in the person who consumes it. And it's great if you want to attract your partner long term. Rose, which has always been used in love spells as it attracts harmony in your love life, passion, and it's incredible if used in bath spells. So for sending out love signals, use maybe lemon balm, basil, chickweed, common ladies mantle, verbena, lovage, marjoram, mint, rosemary. For something erotic, cumin, cinnamon, dill, hibiscus, mint, nettle, sesame, saffron. For faithfulness, chickweed, clover, elder, licorice, rhubarb, rosemary, walnut, cayenne pepper. To be a strong couple, catnip, lavender, lily, marjoram, saffron, and St. John's wort. So once you've found a willing victim, I mean partner, this is a commitment spell that you may wish to use. To my lover, dearest he or she, bound together I wish to be, eternal love and health I seek, our future bright and never bleak. And with this in mind, if you do go forward and perhaps work on an existing relationship or find a new partner of your dreams, perhaps you might wish to use these beautiful Celtic marriage vows I found recently that I will outline in the show notes. And don't forget to invite me to the reception or any christenings of babies that occur as a result of this episode. Anyway, here are the Celtic marriage vows and I fear it's going to be emotional speaking these. (laughs) You cannot possess me for I belong to myself, but while we both wish it, I give you that which is mine to give. You cannot command me for I am a free person, but I shall serve you in ways you require and the honey will taste sweeter coming from my hand. I pledge to you that yours will be the name I cry aloud in the night and the eyes into which I smile in the morning. 
I pledge to you the first bite from my meat and the first drink from my cup. I pledge to you my living and dying equally in your care and tell no strangers our grievances. This is my wedding vow to you. This is a marriage of equals. Oh, it's so sweet. (laughs) So that's all I have for you today. And thank you so much for listening. If you like my work, I have a book called The White Witch's Book of Healing. I have a Patreon called The White Witch Coven. I will link all the details in the show notes. If you could give a review for the podcast, I would be eternally grateful. It means that other witches can find the show. Aside from that, witches, have a great week. I will be back soon. Lots and lots of witchy love.